I started doing right before, right before we got on this call? I'm, I'm never sure if I am, but sure. Okay, so let me ask you, what are you worried that I'm doing? I don't know. It's a weird thing to ask someone. No, but you'll Do you want to know what I was doing before I called you? Yeah. I don't know. Were you going to the bathroom? Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, now let's be perfectly clear. Like, so you and I started conversing a bit, I don't know, it's been, what, a couple months ago? It hasn't been that long. Well, by the, at the point of this recording, not when this thing comes out, this is going to come out like a month and a half or so after we record it, but. The level of friendship at that time is going to be a whole other level. Yeah. When this actually comes out. Yeah, but but we I mean we haven't really been conversing all that long. But I one of the first things and I forgot what we were doing. I don't know if we were trying if we were gonna hop on a game together or what it was, and the message you sent me is I'm peeing right now. No, and, I said I gotta pee. No, no, no. You no, the, you sent me a message at some point and it made it sound oh, like maybe. you were in the act of doing it. And I'm like, well, we just became better friends real fast. You might be right. I might have said just peeing, be there right there or something like that. That that does sound like me. Uh, um, so anyway what I'm doing right now and this actually goes back to how we, we started becoming friends I am searching out how difficult it would be and how cheap I can do it to start reading the early Archie comics mm. I feel like it would be pricey well I mean you'd think digitally or something you'd be able to find them for cheap right I mean they're old at this point aren't they maybe there's like a collector's book like you know how like Robert Munch does like like a big book of all of his books. Maybe you can do like something like that. There, there Let's is. See. So there's a thousand page mega comic digest. Yeah. But see, the thing is, is, and, and I don't know, I don't know enough about the Archie storyline to know if, um, I need to follow a storyline or if they're all individual, you know, like their own thing kind of disconnected from everything else. I can't remember. I think it's Sean's sister. I'll have to ask Sean or when Sean listens to this because I'll probably forget. So in a month when Sean listens to this, he could tell me. I think his sister, one of his siblings was into Archie. I'm sure of it. Or maybe it was Sean, but I think it was one of his siblings. Maybe they have all their old comics still. His dad does keep everything. I, I want to check it out. And here's here's how this kind of applies and why I wanted to make sure I told you about it. So for the listeners, the this river the show Riverdale is what brought you and I together. I was thinking about that yesterday, actually. <clears throat> the, I was thinking about how I can't remember, had we not like messaged that one night together, we may never have had a friendship. Yeah, so I mean you and I had messaged a couple times and we had messaged uh about shows that we'd watched like once or twice but then there was this whole thing where you thought you were talking to someone that wasn't the right person and and um i let you in on that and then we kept talking we started talking about the fact that we both watched riverdale which for any of the parents out there that are listening it's kind of a show aimed at 14 year old girls i mean that's not completely off right yeah, that's pretty accurate. And, but but then again, some of the things that are in there are definitely too old for 14-year-old girls. So, I don't know. Um, but I, I, I watched the first season. I got hooked. Somehow, Chelsea, you also got hooked on that show. So now, every week, we watch it together, usually sometimes after it's aired. And we just like message back and forth while we watch it. Yeah, it's weird because we don't even like, like Skype or like Discord or anything. Like we, we don't talk 
even virtually we message back and forth. Well, normally I'm at work and I can't just I know talk. it's it's just it's funny. So anyway, <laughs> and you you have commercials and I don't, so you're like pause, 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 pause. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I uh what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I was at the grocery store today and I sent you a picture of it, but it was a like it, it was an Archie comic it had the picture of the girl that plays Betty from the Riverdale show on the front, but it was an actual Archie comic inside, but it was kind of <clears throat> supposed to be like what led up to Riverdale. I think like what happened the summer before mm-hmm. and it was only like six or seven bucks. I should have just bought it. I, oh, really, I thought you did. No, no, no. I, I ended up not. Uh, we'll see if I go back and change my mind on that, but Oh man, I should have just bought it. So, Anyway, I, I am looking for, and if anyone ever hears this and has the best way for me to do this for cheaper than, you know, $15 a, a comic. Ouch. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thousand page one's like $15 and that's not too bad, but there's got to be a cheaper way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. They're probably collectors now, so that might be, that might be hard for you. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't need the collector version. I just need, I don't know. I just want some of the old stories. I want to know where these people started. And then there's also like, uh, did you ever watch Buffy? Uh, I didn't get into it, but I've seen it. Like, I know what it is. I've seen episodes. Okay. So Amy loves Buffy. And so I've watched the whole series through with her. And that was an Archie comic. So, and I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if they connect or if it's just done by the people that do Archie comics. Uh, But yeah, that's. And then Josie and the Pussycat Dolls, too. Like, that's a whole other storyline, too, that they've incorporated, right? Uh, yeah, Josie and the Pussycats, that is a, another one. And I don't, know if, I don't know if any of these cross paths. I assume they have to at some point, right? I mean, everything else does. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I know. I'll have to eBay this, maybe, and, and see what I can figure out. Because the other thing that it's like, I don't want Amy looking like at the Amazon account. Because she gets emails, because it's all through her did you get the email? She's like, what is he doing buying Archie comics? This is weird. <laughs> she's like, that's it. I don't really like this guy anymore. I mean, if that's what does it for her. I mean, she's put up with a lot of shit. So, yeah. so maybe she'll stick around. That'll be nice. All right. So this is apparently, colon, a parenting podcast. I almost forgot what we were. <laughs> Uh, we did not have quite as big of an intro, uh, cause we've actually talked a bit lately. So I didn't have quite as much random things to tell you and not much happened today. No, I'm debating if I'm going to the library. That's, this is like the conflict of my day. We went to the pool this morning. Do I want to go to the library, the library for baby lap time? I really don't, but I probably will cause it's best for Link. It is. It is best for Link. Oh, I can get the Archie comics. A lot of eight issues, assorted titles. For the current bit is ninety nine cents, and then three seventeen for shipping. You want? You probably should just get over it. No, I definitely, I definitely should get over it. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about Archie now, and we're gonna get into some parenting <laughs> stuff. And Chelsea, uh, I don't think we really discussed what we were gonna talk about today, but I'm just gonna let you go first. Um. So I figured because you already know what happened i think we should talk about (laughs) um spousal conflict okay yeah oh we did mention that yeah because so sean and i almost never fight 
and even when we do fight, like we've talked about this, we we're very lucky. We we have most things in common. We both play games. We don't really fight about money because when we buy things, it's generally we both like it and therefore it's not like he's buying it for him or I'm buying it for me. But last night I went to the store. There's this, we were talking on the show. And so this is going to come out a week after the last show, but it's the next day for us for recording. I was talking all day about art of cake yesterday. So I went to this place. It's like this yummy little place. They had the cookies that they normally don't have. They're my favorite cookies. They're these almond heart cookies. So I bought six of them brought them home I ended up going to bed last night and then Sean was like well like can I have some of the dessert you bought and I said you can have a cookie well he ate four of the six cookies and these are these are cookies that like like you went to the place the art of cake and said I want six cookies like it didn't come like a package of six no 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 like I bought six okay I I cut it at six I figured a dozen was probably unnecessary I, well, it, and I as was it turns planning out, on sharing with him. I was planning on sharing with him. And so he's going to listen to this and be like, I can't believe you told everyone that. I would definitely, like, we would have sat down and we would have split them, like, three to three, whatever. But it's the fact that he ate them without me. And, like, he didn't get, like, these were my, these are my gluten-free cookies. And anyway, I was pretty upset. He also woke me up when he came to bed last night after playing games and he had, I think his podcast in his ears. So he didn't hear my sister and I talk about this a lot. My sister keeps coming up in this show because her and I are cut from the same cloth. Almost literally. We often talk about like my mom worked nights when we were young. So we learned like how to be silent in the house. Like we knew how to close doors silently. We knew how to walk silently. We were silent during the day because you did not want the wrath of our mother if she was woken up after waking working nights. Her spouse, Jake, and Sean, and my mom, actually, none of them know how to be quiet. <laughs> like just, <laughs> is this like, we often talk about, like, are we just the anomaly here where we're the ones that know how to be quiet and, like, know how to walk quietly. Anyway, Sean came upstairs. He had a podcast in his ears. He was walking really loud, louder than normal, and he woke me up. And then he gets into bed, and I don't – I got to ask him who he was – now that I'm over being upset about it, I have to ask him who he was listening to because he was literally laughing out loud in bed next to me, like, head on the pillow. <laughs> I'm like, what are you laughing at? Why are you laughing? And it's 1 in the morning. I, I would, anyway, I would love to think that he was listening to something that I do, but that's not the case. I think he listens to your shows generally live, like because you do a lot of your guy, your guys' shows live. I think. Yeah, yeah. He, anyway, so and he thought, what a good day since Sean and I hardly ever talk. We we don't even generally bicker very much. What a good day to talk about spousal conflict after Sean woke me up at one in the morning, and then I found out when I woke up he also ate all my cookies. <laughs> So here, here's the question. Before this episode comes out, will you have had a conversation about this with him? Oh, I already messaged him. Okay. It, Why the hell did you eat my cookies? Oh, God. It, Those were for me, not you. Even though I planned on sharing them, it came off like, how dare you? So here's the next question. And I'm not trying to do um, therapy with you two. I was going to say, this is turning into couples therapy without Sean here. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm not trying to do therapy with you two. Uh but did you think when you bought these cookies, I should buy these cookies for me, specific separate cookies for Sean? No, because we were going to share them. The whole problem was that I went to bed early. 
and which I don't typically do. This week I've been really tired for whatever reason, and Link is definitely not to blame because he's been sleeping very well. Um, I was just tired last night, and so the plan was, because we had talked at dinner, I had bought some cupcakes and some cookies, and at dinner we were eating, we did takeaway yesterday because just some shit happened yesterday and I just wasn't in the mood to cook, and so Sean picked up food. And so after, he's like, okay, can we eat the cupcakes now? I'm like, well, and like we're not really doing desserts with Link yet. And so I said, well, and it was almost his bedtime. I'm like, we'll eat them after Link goes to bed. So we had talked about eating the dessert at, like during dinner. And it was like, no, nah, it's not good because we don't want to eat in front of Link because we don't really want Link to have any. So we'll wait, till, like, we'll wait the half hour for him to go to bed. And the time I got Link to bed, I was tired. And then I went to bed. And Sean was like, well, what about the cupcakes? <laughs> 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 like, I don't care. You go to bed. But what about those cupcakes? So I'm like, you can have a cookie in this. Like, just have one of those to tide you over. Did not you, realizing that he would eat more than half the box. Let me ask you this. We'll, we'll stay on you for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, Link is young. Yes. Um, and doesn't really know what's going on, although I think they can probably pick up on vibes. 100%. Like, if him and I started arguing in front of each other, which I literally cannot think of a time we actually have ever done that, but if we started arguing with each other in front of Link, guaranteed Link would pick up on that. So what is your plan now that you have to worry about, you know, the fact that you have kids and then when they get older and I'll get into this when I talk about my experiences, I guess, with the fact that now you can't just put them in other room to play. Now they walk over to you or stand outside your door (laughs) or try to look through the cat door when you're having mommy daddy time. I'm assuming you mean argument time. I mean, (laughs) same topic, right? (laughs) By the way, we have a cat door that goes in and out of our bedroom. That is hilarious. It's here's the deal: it allows us to shut our door and still keep let the cats get into basically anywhere they need to be in the house. That's actually really smart because cats are annoying for that, are they not? Like they'll just sit there and meow at the door until you yeah. let them in. Yeah, and sometimes our fat dog sticks its fat head through it and just like looks around. Um. So Sean and I have talked about this. We talked about this before we even got pregnant, actually, on how um, it's really, really important to us that we don't ever fight in front of the kids. And what that actually... So not only fight in front of the kids, but if we disagree on something... I, I feel like I need to use an example. So if Link wants ice cream, and I don't think he should have it, but Sean says yes, I'm in that moment not going to change that. I'm not going to undermined him or he's whatever i would hope he doesn't undermine me and like if he says yes i'm gonna leave it at that yeah but then it's gonna be a conversation we have after and like why i think link should not have had that ice cream and in future we need to like this should be the boundary or whatever so we've talked because my mom and dad were really bad my mom would be the first to agree to this my dad always undermined my mom always it drove my mom crazy and now as an adult i feel bad because my mom was always the bad guy and my mm. dad was always the softy. Like, he was the one we went to if we wanted something because he always said yes. And my mom was always the jerk about everything because she had to be. She had to be the one. That's such to a harsh way to put that. Down. She was kind of a jerk sometimes, but she needed to be because, like, my dad was just an over the top softy. And so Sean and I agree that we don't want ever for one of us to be the good guy and one of us to be the bad guy. Like, hopefully we can. Hopefully there's not a lot of things that we disagree on that it needs to be like this constant conversation, but yeah. Um, 
And so the thing, same thing would go for arguing with each other. Like, we're not going to sit there and argue in front of our kids. I'm sure sometimes it's just you don't even realize you're doing it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's, like, personally, I think it's hard to be in an argument and not realize it. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Fair. Again, Sean and I really, like, I know probably a lot of people say this, but Sean and I really do not fight. We were just talking the other day about how, like, sometimes we don't fight for so long that I think we both, like, look for a reason to get in an argument. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have, like, something really stupid come up. And we're like, why are we even, like, upset about this? Like, neither of us are actually upset about this. Why are we even having this conversation? Um, but I think Sean and I have always been really open with communication, and that helps with not fighting like as soon as i was upset this morning i messaged him i'm like you do like did you really eat all of those cookies and this is like so minimum like so minuscule in the scheme of things like he ate some cookies that i bought yesterday that i can go to the store today and get more of if i really wanted to um but i made sure he knew that like i I was pretty disappointed that i was looking forward to those today and and he ate most of them and okay i think that's kind i think for us that's key i think communication is key with arguing yeah. or disagreeing or bickering, whatever you want to call it. No, it, it is. And it's actually something, I mean, I had to work on a lot, right? I mean, because Amy and I are very different people, right? Like where you, you, you talk about how you and Sean are very similar with all this stuff. Like Amy and I are very different. We grew up in very different households. We, um, we have very different, like, we grew up in very different political type areas. We... Just, I mean, just extremely different. You know, I, I grew up very Southern um, and not like backwoods Southern, but like the Southern mentality that a lot of families have, right? And she grew up in, you know, up in the Seattle area. So it was that very, I don't, I don't say more progressive because that makes that Southern one sound bad, but it's just, it's just very different, right? And she's also like, I'm a very unemotional type person most of the time. And she comes from a very emotional family and... Um, just all, all these differences. So early on, like I'd say maybe a year or two into marriage, like her and I started having some just problems. And a lot of it was that a lot of it was as the communication and the differences and whatever else to me, to the point where I, I mean, I was at a breaking point at one, at one point and whatever else. And so luckily for us, um, we kind of figured some of this stuff out before the kids were around and older, right? Like we fought a lot at one point and figured out some stuff. Um, the problem is now, like we don't fight very often now. Um, I think I'm a, I can't speak for her, but I, I think I'm, I have grown in certain ways, right? As far as knowing uh, maybe better ways to say things or do things or whatever else. Right. But when it does happen, like it can get, it can get real heated sometimes. And like when the kids are always around, it becomes tough to, to be like, okay, like we have to either keep this low key or put it all on hold, survive the evening until we can, you know, fight this one out when the kids are down. And I don't know about you, but when I put something on hold, I stew about it. Like, it's best for me to just, like, unload right away because if I start thinking about things and, like, suddenly the eating the cookies things turns into, and the other day he didn't put the toilet seat down and you're, like, building this stupid thing up in your head, like, that was nothing to begin with into, like, this crazy big thing at the end of the day. 
Well, yeah. And Your guy. Maybe you don't do that, but I bet Amy does. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, okay. So I'll give you an example here. Like there's been times when something's happened and I've been at work and we can't work anything out. Right. Right. Like, and you work funny hours too. So that's hard because like sometimes you, she gets home and you're just going to work. So, yeah. So, but, but there's, you know, there's the times and the whole time it's just, it, it stews in a different way, I think. Um, but I have to, like, I, I, on my drive home, I'm just like, okay, calm yourself down. You have to talk about this. We have to actually have a conversation about this and whatever else. And so, I'm not perfect about it by any means. And it, I mean, it wrecks my day. It absolutely mm -hmm. wrecks my day. Um, and especially, and it sucks. I mean, granted, like she might lose some sleep over it, but like if it's at the beginning of a night shift and so our conversation ends with some like pissy tweet from one of us at the end, like two hours into a 12 hour shift, that's 10 hours. I'm just yeah. sitting there mad and don't know what to do with it. Don't know what's going to happen. I get these like weird fears. I'm going to come home and like all the locks will have been changed. Oh my God. No, I'm, I mean, but it, I seriously like, yeah, like I'm not saying like Amy's an evil, evil woman or by any means, but like if I, if like, let's say it's all my fault and I really wronged her. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So I want to, I want to go back a little bit because I make it sound like Sean and I are perfect for the record. We really had to work at this because we were in the same boat as you guys. Like at first we, we didn't really know how to fight together, I guess. Like Sean and I were also very different. Sean needs time to like think about what he's actually upset about. Yeah. Whereas I just want to like, if we're in a fight, let's just go at it right now. Let's like fight it out, talk about it. I want to talk about things. And he would like shut down completely, which would upset me even more. And then I'm like the silent treatment queen of the world. Like oh, I can no. talk a lot. And so, and Sean always knows when I'm quiet because I'm never quiet. So he knows when I'm quiet, I, I, I am pissed. And like, I could go days, weeks, silent treatment I don't do it anymore, but man, the beginning of a relationship, like there was like a lot of silent treatment periods for sure. While we were learning how to get through little bickers that turned into big fights and. Oh, that's the worst. I know. Oh, I know. Trust me. I, I, and now like now that I can, and maybe Sean can chime in too. I, f I always feel bad talking about stuff that involves our spouses and we're like not giving them a chance to like voice their side of things, but. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I haven't given Sean the silent treatment in years. Like now we live together. Like at the, I think the silent tra treatment period was when we weren't really living. We each had our own house, and like he'd go home at the end of the night. And I'm like, well, I don't need to talk to him for days. And so just, just I don't want it to sound like Sean and I. Like we had to work at it, and I think that's, I think the message that we both have here is like you have to learn what each other needs in a fight you can't just be one-sided like me be giving the silent treatment for weeks that was completely unfair like sean half the time didn't even know what i was upset about because i wasn't telling him oh anything. that is so bad so and you know then you have this well you should know why i'm upset like i shouldn't have to tell you you should know that like you ate my cookies and i'm upset <laughs> Oh God! You know what? I, you, oh, you know what the worst is, and this is kind of going off topic a little bit, but like, I, I do dumb things. 
I know this. I know there are things that I do that Amy doesn't appreciate. Sometimes it's because she just doesn't understand. So give an example because we're... Oh, God. I don't don't know. But let's just... Is this a... Like, I... like leaving dishes in the sink and not doing them. That's a big, that's a big thing for me. I hate when people do that. And and not necessarily Sean, just in general. Like, are we talking like that sort of thing? Um, no, I don't know. Let's just say, I know that there's always a chance that I have done something that could upset her. Right. And, 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 and sometimes it's, something that I've done. And sometimes it's something she's perceived I've done. Right. Like I will, I will take, I will take at least my fair share of, of the, of the credit for, for whatever I could have done. Right. Fair. So I don't want to, I don't want this to be like a thing on her, but what I hate and Oh God, I hate this so much is when I message somebody and I don't get a response in a certain amount of time, especially if I have a good feeling they've read the message. And for a lot of times, it doesn't matter. But when I message her and I know she's not at work and she doesn't respond anytime soon, I'm like, oh crap, what is she mad about me? Or what is she mad at me for that she's not responding? And normally it ends up being like nothing. It just ends up being she just didn't see it or she was busy or, or whatever, right? Like normally the next time I get a response, it's a nice happy peppy one or whatever, right? But like it goes through my head of like, oh crap, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> and it'll go like for, it could be hours of I'm just so like is that because that's how she would react like if you guys were in a fight would she because I've done that too where Sean will message me and I'm like you know what I don't I don't and for me it's more like I just don't have anything to say right now that's constructive that can help this and I just need to not respond until I can say something that's better than what I'm probably going to say in this moment if if we get into a fight like let's say I'm at work and I'm on the phone with her and something triggers us getting into a fight and like it just it turns south real quick, right? It might be, I, it might take a lot of texting on my part to get her to respond if at all, right? But like I've never had the time when she, or I can't think of, I mean, I'm not saying never, but I can't think of a time when I've done something that I didn't know she knew about or that I didn't know that she knew and was also upset about or whatever, Right. And therefore, and then message her and didn't get a response. Like it's pretty irrational on my part. Like I acknowledge this, but it it, it that's the thing that would just wreck my freaking day. Like because I, I just sit there stewing over like what could be, and what. Could so do be you the think pr- the technology has like made fighting better or worse? Because like in a way, it's better because you can you can be it. Like Sean and I would have a fight, and like we worked together, but we worked in separate buildings so we worked for the same organization but we worked for in a different location yeah and so if we were fighting it would be like you were messaging back and forth and sometimes like it would get rectified yeah by doing so or enough that we could both like okay we'll talk about this more later but like we both are feeling fine rather than stew on it but sometimes those messages made things so much worse and i'm like now i'm really pissed. like i wasn't pissed off before but now i'm really upset and now i'm at work and I'm mad now. I don't want to message you, but I want you to message me. And when you don't message me, I'm even more upset that you're not trying to fix this. And so, like, texting kind of sucks sometimes. Like, texting is the worst way to fight. Oh, it is. Well, here's the issue with texting, te- texting and emailing and anything where it's written. 
is that when you speak to somebody, you can catch the vibe off them. You can catch the emotion that comes with it. You can catch the tone in their voice and stuff like that. Now, granted, you can still misread that stuff. And that's something where Amy and I have an issue is that one of us will say something and like it will come off in a very different way to the other person. Right. And then that, that right. caused a lot of fights early on. Um, but, but with texting and emailing and stuff like that, it's even worse because it's like, I don't like using emojis, but I've started using them more to show like if I'm joking about something, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like if I'm joking about something, I'm going to put like some kind of weird smiley or goofy emoji at the end of it to make sure the person knows this is something I'm, I'm not serious about. Right. Like I'm, I'm not really bashing you. I'm just making a silly joke. They really need a sarcastic font. Oh, just like the whole font. Yeah. Like a whole font to indicate like, by the way, this is supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah, it I'm might not just be serious. It might be easier just to put the emoji in there, though, than to have to click the buttons to change the font. And true. So it's funny you say email, and it kind of like it sparks something that I've totally forgot about. It makes me want to go back now because I save all my emails. Um, so Sean and I used to fight, and we'd get in a fight, and and most of it was just us learning how to be together, I guess. And it got to the point where I was really bad at communicating, like, how I really felt. And so I would write him an email with, like, the and because it was a way for me to write him a letter to say, this is how I'm feeling. But I could go back to it and go, like, no, that's pretty hard. Like, I would write it throughout, the pro- like, a day. Yeah. And I could go back and go, like, ah, no, you know, I now that I've written that out, I've kind of gotten over that. Like, no, I'm going to take that part out. No, I'm going to be nicer about this. No, he should know about this. And, like, I was able to go through and, like, proofread my thoughts. And so I actually recommend that for people, like, not that, again, not that we know anything. We know nothing. But, like, for Sean and I, with our communication being very different at first, it was nice for me to go, like, this is how my feelings were hurt today. And maybe you don't understand. And here's, like the whole thought process of why I was upset and yes to you, you eat and I'm getting, I'm going back to this cookie thing and it really isn't like the cookie thing is over. It's done, but it's a fight that now you guys all know about. <laughs> so I'm going to use it as an example. You know, you ate my cookies, but it was more than that. It was, you know, you hurt my feelings because you didn't think of me and blah, blah, blah. You know, all these emotional stuff that you, you actually don't know of maybe when you're first dating. You, you know, so be, emails were good. You know, it's gonna be the most amazing thing is if, seven or whatever weeks from now it is that this episode comes out sean just walks up to you and just dumps a huge thing of cookies on you and be like fine i get it (laughs) um so so i well you know with the email thing though amy like there's there's been fights in the past where where like it doesn't get resolved like not that day at least right yeah and those suck too because in years both laying there at night potentially in the same bed, right? Just stewing. Um, and they say you should never go to bed angry. Yeah, well, it turns out though, here's, oh, I'll tell you the thing that makes me most mad is like when you when a fight doesn't break out until like it's time to go to sleep and you're then like, it I'm triggers. So tired. You're like, I have, it's like, look, <laughs> I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning and pulling a 12 hour shift. No, I have to sleep now. Yeah. Um, but there have been times- Are you that, able to sleep though? Like I can't sleep when, if Sean and I are fighting, like I cannot sleep. It it depends. Usually I'm exhausted to the point where I will just crash. That's fair. This was our fights were all pre kids, so I mean now that kids I could see me being able to sleep probably. Yeah. So but but like there have been some times where 
we just basically just wouldn't talk. And I think she did this more than I did, but she would just write a long email. And it's like, we're not talking right now, but here's this long email. And mm-hmm. most of the time it would help. Um, not always, but I don't know. But let's bring this back to the whole parenting side of this, right? Mm-hmm. So Amy and I got into an argument, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or something. I don't remember exactly when or even what it was about at this point. Um, but our bedroom, the our bedroom wall is against the wall to the living room where the kids normally watch TV. And so I knew the kids were in there and we were mostly keeping our voice down. It wasn't like a big superheated one, but it was one of those ones. And something that I try to do a lot now is as soon as whatever triggers this thing happens, let's talk about it now. Because if we sit there and wait, like I think sometimes she likes to like not stew in the issue, but I don't know. Like she wants time to, yeah, something, right? I'm not big on that. And that's one of those things that I don't like, I don't want to say I don't care that she doesn't like it that way, but I'm going to say, I think it's dangerous to do it that way. So I'm going to push to have the conversation. Right. And normally I try just to make it a conversation. Sometimes it turns into a conversation. Sometimes it gets to be a more heated conversation, but regardless, the kids were like right in the next room. And I was kind of standing in the doorway and it was mostly just a conversation. They got a little heated here and there. And then afterwards, though, I, I came out to there and I sat next to Camille and she's like, I heard you and mommy arguing. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, and, and that's why I had to like sit down with her. Like, you know, it, it's going to happen sometimes. Right. Like mommy and I are going to argue, but we both love each other. We're both going to be going into the same bedroom tonight. You know, don't worry until I'm crashing on your top bunk. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, one day you're gonna crash there. She's gonna be like, "You and mom are divorcing." You're like, "No, no, no, I'm no, just no. drunk. I couldn't find my room." <laughs> oh God, no, no. We have a spare bedroom. We're good. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, uh, I gotta clear that bed off at some point. So anyway, um, but yeah, just had to have the conversation. And Ryan has never commented, and I don't know. I don't, he's not oblivious. Like he's far from a dumb, oblivious kid or anything like that. Like that kid picks up on things more than you'd ever imagine. But he never seems concerned. Never really says anything about it. And I don't know if that's just his personality. Um, but yeah, I had to sit there and just tell Camille it's okay. It's gonna happen sometimes. And that's probably good though. Like. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like my childhood and like my parents I mean they fought but nothing crazy like that I remember I know my mom talks about some pretty big fights and like laughs about it now and but like I think it's I would imagine it's good for your kids I mean within reason I imagine it's good for your kids to see you like that people can have arguments and be okay after right like that's got to be yeah a good no no thing. It, it's it's good that they that they, yeah that they can see that you could do these things constructively. Yeah, it's it's the the non-constructive or like the screaming at the top of your lungs, the throwing the vase like always happens in the TV shows. So I have a quick funny story about that. So my grandpa Art, uh, he, so he I never met my grandma Martha. She she died before either before I was born or just when I was born. I I honestly can't remember, but it was around it was around that time. But I've heard some stories about Grandma Martha, and Grandma Martha was a bit of a crazy, crazy girl, apparently. And one day, my grandpa came home drunk, and my grandma had had enough of him coming home drunk. 
So she was waiting with a cast iron frying pan and she smoked it over the head with it, apparently. Oh, that could kill a person. I don't think she cared at that moment. I think oh. I think she, she was... So my Aunt Cheryl, who I've talked about a few times, she is awesome. She talks about this story. And uh, yeah, apparently he never came home drunk again after that, if, if I remember the story correctly. That'll do it. Yeah. Um, so it's not just movies. It's real life, too. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I never really saw my parents fight. Like, my mom and my dad, I have no idea. They got divorced when I was like two, two and a half, something like that. And I'm not sure how much time my dad was around before they were divorced. They should have never been together. Very, very different people. But, like, my mom and my stepdad, I know they've had fights. I know they've had problems. As I got older, I have been told more about them in a, a, hey, it's kind of like in, in, that's the best way to describe it, like, like my stepdad would be very open with certain things um, with Amy and I, as we would have problems or whatever they would, he would kind of like let us in on some stuff that happened with, you know, him and my mom and whatever else. Right. So I learned about some stuff, but I don't remember ever hearing them fight ever, like ever really. And I think it's almost like a, a Southern submissive wife type thing in a way I could be wrong Mm. on why, but but like, oh, my grandparents, and they wouldn't really fight necessarily, but hearing them disagree was one of the funniest things. And Amy does the greatest impression of my grandparents disagreeing because <laughs> like, you know, they're old, right? And uh, very Southern and, and, and whatever else. This is my stepdad's parents. And I remember being over there one time and and my grandmother being going like, Roy, why don't you go to the, to the place and get us all some burgers? I bet Amy wants a burger right now. My grandfather being, June, how about you let Amy tell us what she wants to eat? <laughs> and it's, it, it, you sure Amy tell that story. It's so great. Oh, oh, that's, I do a really good impression of my grandparents too. Sean always laughs. He likes my impression of my grandpa. Uh, all right. Um, I don't think we solved it. I mean, I weren't really trying to solve anything necessarily, I guess, but. So what's the takeaway here? It's okay to argue, maybe not directly in front of your kids. It's okay if they know you're arguing as long as the outcome is positive. I think so. I mean... Yeah, I agree. I'm sure there's people out there that are like, no, you should never argue in front of your kids. But I think just like anything else, and this is a conversation I want to have. Actually, it's a conversation from one of our... A topic from one of our listeners um, like when to have more adult conversation with your, like when to treat your kids like adults versus Ooh. kids and babies. And so I, we'll get into that topic maybe another day, but I think, I think it's important to be honest with your kids. So, I mean, relationships are not perfect. And I don't think that kids should think everything is like the Disney movies where you meet a prince and then the next day you get married to that prince and everything is great. And the cupboards and spoons will dance for you. And yeah, but in the, in the Disney movies, your parents go sailing somewhere and never come back. Yeah. Well, pretty much the parents always die. Yes. That is like, always. that's not good. Thanks Disney. Yeah. Thank Yeah. Exactly. As a parent. Thanks. Yeah. God. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back to the next topic. Okay, we are back. And Chelsea, I've kind of told you a little bit of a story. But I'm going to tell you a little bit more. Um, My daughter 
has a friend that lives a couple of houses down. She's only around maybe one weekend a month, maybe two weekends a month at the most. Um, funny story. When we first met her, so her, this girl's little brother is friends with my son. So the only friend my son has within walking distance. And so on the weekends, they're always together. And this kid, he's a good kid overall. Also super annoying. Also maybe doesn't get the most parenting from his parents at home sometimes, I think. That's just what I'm pretty sure of. Um, so one day the doorbell rings, the door opens, and in come two kids. No one invited them in, but in come two kids. This kid and his older sister, who is a year older than Camille. And her and Camille just hit it off. And they end up having a sleepover that first night and all this stuff. And we're like, all right, cool. Uh, she, I mean, Camille has a number of friends in the area that she can walk to, but cool. It, it, that works out fine. Now, we started to realize that this girl was quite a bitchy kid. Like, she's the one who thinks she's the best at everything, talks down about other people, gets that valley girl sound, that valley girl attitude, um, all kinds of makeup. Oh, look at this. Oh, I'm going to be on the singing show. I don't know if she ever did For the, the record, show. she's 11. Uh, she, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, she's 10. She'll be 11. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so young. Yeah. Young. Uh, too young to be this bitchy. Yes. Also wears clothes that are normally, I would say, uh, oftentimes she wears something that I would not let Camille out of the house in. Um, she's just that, I don't know, like, God, this kid's the worst. Um, but her and Camille <laughs> are friends and, after a little while, we started seeing some of the stuff and we started having these conversations with Camille. Like, you, we're not gonna tell you not to be friends with this girl, but you can't act this way. And whenever she's around, we see it. Like, we see a change in Camille as far as her attitude goes and words that she uses and stuff like that. Now, on top of this, a couple months into this friendship, Camille's like, oh, hey, you should meet some of the other girls in the area. So she does. Well, at least for that time period, this girl thought one of the other girls was cooler or had better toys or something and just straight up left Camille out and was mean to her and then was going to have a sleepover and invited every girl in the area except for Camille. Like, but, but some, yo, dude, it was the worst. It was so bad. But somehow, anytime she's around, Camille still wants to play with her. And sometimes they play together fine, but at least once... Throughout the weekend, something will happen that she'll do something really not nice to Camille. Uh, sometimes Camille doesn't even notice it. Sometimes like they're doing gymnastic stuff and she's like our cheerleading stuff. And she told Camille, oh, you'd be great as whatever the name is for the person that holds the people on the bottom. And I'm like, no, Camille, she's telling you this because she wants to do the fun part of this. And she just wants you to stand there. And so all this stuff happens and it, it's bad. But what I'm trying to figure out and I want to know what your thoughts are for your future is how much control do you think you should, you want to have over who your kids are friends with? Oh, this is why I don't want daughters. Cause I feel like sons, like I feel like boys don't get this quite as much. Like I feel like there's not quite as obviously. And for anyone listening, I know boys are the same as girls, whatever. At the end of the day, boys don't pick on other boys as much as girls pick on other girls. Unless something has changed, but when I was in school, boys didn't, they just kind of, you know, they fist fight, <laughs> they punch each other and then they get over it. Yeah. I had a friend like Camille's friend in high, in junior high. So about the same age, I was probably like 12 or 13. 
and I thought we were good friends, and I'm not going to name her just for the odd chance she ever listens to this because we were pretty good friends. I really liked her. I wanted to be her. I thought she liked me. And, like, there's this one thing that stands out in my head that obviously has scarred me for life because this is in grade maybe seven, and, like, I still think about it. I like this boy. His name was Jeff. Can you I liked tell him me, a lot. Can you tell me about Jeff? Jeff oh. looked like Brian Luttrell from the Backstreet Boys, who I also really like, who, by the way, when he married, got married, Brian Luttrell got married, I cried, and I was definitely an adult at that point. So, um, can, I, can I make a confession to you? You like Brian Luttrell as well? I could not pick him out of a lineup. Um, so Brian Luttrell's good-looking good dude, Backstreet Boy. So Jeff looked like him. Anyway, long story long, as I've already mentioned in previous episodes, I was teased a lot for my looks in junior high. I had really bad acne. So I like Jeff. I wanted Jeff to like me. My friend, who will remain nameless, said, I think that Jeff would like you. And so at the time, like, we had, like, house phones. You know, kids these days, they don't know what a house line is all about. Man, you're not kidding. And, and I got on one phone, and she got on the other, and she called Jeff and asked Jeff. And she knew this was going to happen. She did this to hurt me, but I didn't see it at the time. Yeah. She called Jeff while I was on the other line and asked Jeff if Jeff would ever go out with me. And Jeff was really, really mean with his response on why he would never, ever, ever go out with me. And then, oh, I said her name. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to put a beep, beep over it. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, the person, she got off the phone too. And she's like, oh, that's so sad for you. And she knew, she knew that was going to happen. So I feel like I can feel for Camille here because there's this weird wanting to belong with someone who has like that kind of confidence, but is also a total bitch. I, I, like how you, I like how you said that like all quietly, like you're trying not to let someone hear you say it. Well, we're but, talking about like a little kid here. So I feel bad calling her a bitch. But no, she no. She sounds like. She is. I mean, 100%. And she's, it's the kind where you get the kid. And now don't get me wrong. Like, I feel bad for her, I think, because I have a feeling that, that there's something behind this. That like. So maybe she, there's a broken home involved by the sounds of it. Yeah. I mean, her parents are definitely divorced. I know almost nothing about her dad, who's where, who she normally lives with, but I know she used to live with her mom and now doesn't. And mm-hmm. I'm don't know if maybe there was some thing that happened there i don't know like and i don't want to speculate uh especially not here but like yes like i i think there i think part of it's just going to be the way she was going to be anyway but i also think that part of it is her maybe overcompensating for how she really feels and so she tried to make her feel self feel bigger and better and whatever else i mean she kept telling camille that she was going to be on a singing show and she had a singing coach which by the way i found out from a actual singing teacher you should not have a singing coach at that age uh it can really mess you up yeah, I could see that. Um, but like, you know, she's all these things that are so great. She's always pumping herself up. And I'm sure that there is something behind this. But that 100%. doesn't necessarily mean I need her to be this like overarching bad influence on my kid. And and she 100% is. But at the same time, like, and we keep having these conversations where we're like, this is the way she's going to be. It's not going to change. And Camille's like, okay, I don't want to be friends with her anymore. But then she comes around again and Camille does it again. And so I don't want to be the dad that's like, you cannot be friends with this kid. Do they go to school together? No, no. Okay. Well, that's, that's good at least. Cause for me, 
the girl I'm referring to, and she 100% was overcompensating for stuff. Like, she was overweight at the time. I think she's not anymore, and I think she's, like, absolutely dropped in gorgeous now. But she was, I think, overcompensating for her insecurities on her weight and, like, trying to put you down with the things that you're clearly insecure about and, like, making sure that you're very insecure so that she could not be insecure. Anyway, I went to school with this girl, so it was tough to, like... I wanted to be friends with her because she was popular and if like suddenly I didn't want to be friends with her, perhaps I would be teased more. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how dynamics work anymore with kids, but that's how it was when I was in school. I don't know. Like anytime you, t- and we've talked about this before, anytime you tell your kids you can't do this or you can't have that, it makes them want it more. So if you said to her, you cannot hang out with this friend anymore she's going to maybe rebel or or perhaps want to hang out with that person even more than she does now? Uh, I mean, maybe. Um, and then we kind of talked about the whole rebellion thing at some point. Um, I mean, I think if we don't give her lots of things to rebel about and then we put our foot down on this one, she might not be happy, but I don't, I don't think this would trigger a rebellion. Um, but I don't know. See, I was the... I was the kid with the that was the bad influence on my friends. So I'm not sure, like... <laughs> I was the one that I was, like, no kid was allowed to play with me. Well, not really as a kid. I was a good kid. I was more a teenager that, that issues happened. But I don't know. I don't know the answer for that. Like, I, that's... Like, and if you ever had it where it's not the kid and the parents, like, do you have kids that your kids hang out with that you hate the parents or like, cause I feel like that would almost be more difficult. <laughs> um, do I have friends? Who, oh, that's a good question. No. I mean like I, my daughter's friends down the street. Um, we don't hang out with their parents and stuff like that as much, even though we, I mean, we did for a while. Cause everyone just kind of hang out in front of someone's house and have drinks and whatever. It was great. But Amy doesn't really click with them and she doesn't dislike them. She just doesn't click with them as well. And the, the real shitty part is there's a couple of the girls where the, where the moms and the dads are like really, really good friends. And so they often are all doing things together and Camille mm-hmm. gets left out of those because Amy is not as nearly as good friends with them. And I'm not either, but I, you know, me, it's just cause I'm usually doing whatever with Ryan instead of being out there with them. And, and anyway, so we're not as close. So Camille gets left out of certain things. Sean and I are going to struggle with that because we generally just don't like people and the idea of having to like socialize with other parents, like I've already had people like on my Facebook and stuff where they're like, we should get together. Our kids are the same age. I'm like, I don't understand how our kids being the same age gives us anything else in common. Like, do you know what Overwatch is? Probably not. I don't (laughs) think that we can be friends. Like I have nothing to talk about with these moms and that's going to be a big, big struggle for me is... I don't want that my, I don't want my kid to not be invited to things because I can't click with people. <laughs> no, well, it, I don't know. I mean, I'm a real easygoing guy, and I, I am, I can have conversations about almost anything if I need to. Um, I end up in a number of situations where I'm like with my wife's or with Amy's friends, or Amy and the kids have friends, and I end up with them, and and there'll be a number of husbands that I just don't care to talk to. Uh, normally I can find at least one that I enjoy to hang around. But like, if it's a, like, I would not set up a, a real play date 
with one of my kids and a friend if I did not think I could get, I would enjoy having that time with their parents. Now, what we'll sometimes do is have it where they drop the kids off. And it's easy right. for us, like with some parents, especially if you don't know the parents all that well, you're like, is this a safe person for me to drop my kids off with? But what makes it easier for us is Amy's the art teacher at the school that both my kids go to. So like there's already this built-in level of trust. Right. So uh, that helps. And a lot of times the parents will stick around and whatever else, but I don't know. Um, I think that Camille can do better is my suggestion for this. No, 100%, 100%. And, and when you look at the kids in the neighborhood, I mean, there are some that are just such awesome, sweet kids and whatever else. And we're like, look, don't play with this kid. Go play with this other one. But yeah. there's something about that girl. And I think it is her, her attitude. Cause like when people yeah. have confidence, whatever else it draws people to them. Even if it's people. all freaking lies and and stuff that's going to hurt you, right? But, like, there's a girl down the street. I think I mentioned her last episode, I guess, maybe. Uh, we're talking about the, the my daughter's friend whose parents are from Africa. Right. This girl is the sweetest girl. And she's got, like, an older sister that loves having Camille around. Like, where's, like, go play with Ashlyn. Go hang out with Ashlyn. Have Ashlyn come over here. Whatever. Right? Play with Ashlyn. That's great. If you're not getting along <laughs> with these other girls, play with Ashlyn. But she'll be like, no. Does Ashlyn go to her school? Yeah, yeah, all these girls live right here. The only one who okay. doesn't is this one bitchy kid. Right. So And maybe and maybe that's what she's overcompensating for too, is the fact that she's not there as all the time. And so maybe she's I even feel this way like with my group of friends. Like when I'm the one that hasn't been hanging around the whole time and then they get together and they're all like, Oh, remember last week and we did this? I'm like, Oh, ha, ha, ha. I played I played Fortnite with this guy I know from Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. Okay. okay, Hold on a second. Yeah. What? Who? What is, what's Fortnite? Think about the statement real quick. I know. I played Fortnite with some guy from Houston. Yeah. But, but I mean, even that, like, it sounds like a, it sounds something different than very different than what it is. No, for sure. And we talk about how our relationship is very hard to explain to people. Yeah. Because oh, automatically, guys and girls, it's just assumed that other things are happening, and it's it's not. We talk about parenting and bitchy kids. <laughs> yeah, I have no answer. I I feel bad for Camille because I've been in her shoes, and I feel that maybe Camille's just insecure, and because all girls at nine, ten, well, eleven, twelve are insecure, and this other girl sounds bitchy, and that makes you even more insecure about your insecurities. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of those times, like I don't often call, like, do a call out to listeners. I always love to hear from listeners, but this time I like, I want an answer. Like I want someone out there that thinks they have a decent idea. Hit me up, right? Hit yeah. me up and be like, Hey, look, I think you should just let it ride. Or, Hey, look, I think you should be like, no, this is ending now. I mean, whatever. Like if you have a thing that you fully believe, I would love to hear it. Uh, all right. You want to take a short break and come back with a, a listener question? Sure. All right. We are back. And for the here's the question. I actually got this off Yahoo Answers. I was kind of flipping through. And this question was just almost too good not to um, not to ask it on here. So this is from, let me see if I can see who the, who the it doesn't, doesn't tell me who the person is. That's okay. This, the question is titled, Discipline from My Daughter. 
says, my daughter lost a very expensive necklace my husband gave her for her birthday. She's broken up about it and even asked to be grounded. I'm not sure how to punish her for these actions, and I don't think we'll ever find the necklace since since she's sure she lost it at school. That was really hard to... You want to hear the first answer on this? This is, this is actually bad. The first answer is, ever heard of insurance? Hmm. That's terrible, right? So this question breaks my heart a little bit. And I might, I actually might get teary. I'm going to do my best not to get overly emotional about this. So I'm just not going to look at the camera right now. Not that you're ever emotional, but looking at you might make me cry. I mean, I make women so cry sometimes. So after my dad passed away, oh, fuck. I thought I was going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I got this. I actually am going to look at you. because <laughs> You're allowed to cry on the show. No, I'm not going to cry. Crying's for wimps. After my dad died, he, my mom picked us up a necklace as per his request when he was on palliative, in palliative care. And I thought I lost that necklace once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how, how you didn't say it loud, I'm crying now. You just like I'm not pointed, crying. You, you You're crying. Pointed at your face. I did not lose the necklace. It's a very special necklace that even though I could totally go to the jewelry store and replace it, it would not be the same. So this question got me a little emotional. I, I've noticed. But I'm okay. If only I had another cupcake or if only I had more cookies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, so that's really that sucks because that was probably obviously that was really special to that little girl that she's like, you need to punish me. Um, I think it depends on how old she is. Like, do they don't say how old she is. Hey, eh? it, it, no, that was very, wow. That was a really Canadian answer there. The a at the end of it. A, yeah. No, um, she, she doesn't. But do you think it matters? Yes. Because if it was my, well, okay. In this, she's obviously really upset about it. And I think that that's punishment enough. So, okay, let me bring this up, right? Coming from a, a, uh, a, a philosophical and academic, I don't know. So, so when I was going through college and stuff like that, I kept changing my degree and whatever else. And I took a class in criminology and it talked a lot about why we have punishments, why there's the death penalty, the theory behind why there's the death penalty, the theory behind why certain crimes come with certain punishments and stuff like that. And the theory is that if someone knows this is going to happen, they won't commit the crime, right? right? Now, it's a bullshit theory, in my opinion, right? Because most time when someone goes to commit a crime, they're not thinking, oh, I'm going to get caught, right? They either don't realize it, they're not thinking they're going to get caught, or they don't, um, uh, like they're just, just, just not in any way thinking about this side of it, right? Now, that being said, like this girl has like she is obviously torn up about this if she's asking to be grounded. To go back just to what you're talking about with criminology is losing a necklace like she it wasn't intentional. I mean, and I know yeah. there we can really get into it like, oh, well, hitting a pedestrian on a crosswalk obviously wasn't intentional. Like there's I mean. Is this is a kid who lost a necklace? It was obviously very special to her. 
I, I feel like any I feel like any more of the story. Like, was she being careless? Which did she take it off and leave it somewhere? Did she lend it to someone, or did it literally just fall off when she was walking? That's true. Like, we don't have the whole story. Um, I need more to. And I think to convict her, I need more evidence. <laughs> I think. I, I think that regardless, and, and there's, I, mean, I guess there's other information we don't have, right? So she's saying that she should be grounded, but is she saying this in like, uh, I am so sorry, I'm torn up about it, please ground me, I deserve it kind of way? Or is she like, fine, if you're going to do something, just ground me? Or if it's like, oh, we have this list of things you can do, oh, I don't want to get my ass whooped with a switch, please ground me? It sounds like, well, I mean, maybe we need to come back to that a little later, but it sounds like from the wording of this question, I think she actually said like she's torn up about it. Yeah. Or did no, you say that? I, I, I don't, I think it was in the question that way. I could easily flip back to it, I guess. Yeah. If I, I think there was to, something but... about her. She's clearly pretty devastated about it. And I don't think that she's saying like ground me because that's the easier punishment. Um, the fact that this person is also out there looking for advice, I would assume this person doesn't beat their children. Yeah, the people no, that no. beat their children generally aren't out there looking for advice, I don't think. No, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> it really funny. Like, no, no, the answer is obviously pull out the switch. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm like, my guess is that she's saying this because she's torn up about it. And if that's the case, I think. That that's the point. You have the conversation like, look, you, you're obviously beating yourself up more than we'd ever want to beat you up about this. We know how how hurt you are about this, and that would be the end of it. Like there would not be there, and, and then depending on the circumstances, maybe at some point she gets a super special gift that is the necklace again. So I was going to ask that. So I'm going to use a real life example. You talked about your daughter. You bought her that monkey stuffy. You, you talked about that. <laughs> monkey and she, stuffy. And she sleeps with that and whatever. It's a, it's a special stuffed animal for her, right? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Am I, did I dream this? No, no, no. Your story is accurate. Just the fact you called it a monkey stuffy made me really laugh. What do you call it? A stuffed monkey? A monkey stuffed animal? I don't know. Right. A monkey? A monkey what? plush. Okay, hold on a second. What is a stuffy? Is a, stuff... a stuffed animal. Okay, but that's like legitimately what you call stuffed animals is stuffies? I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or a Chelsea thing, but that's what I call them. Okay, but you specifically do. But okay, I'll have to text Sean and find out if that's a proper term. He won't know because he'll have heard it from me and go like, "Yeah, that sounds right." <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, your monkey, you the monkey plush that your daughter has <laughs> that was bought by you. <laughs> You're making this so hard. <laughs> Look, I cried. All right over this we can't be laughing too it's, there's too much emotion the stuffed monkey that you buy your daughter yeah that she sleeps with yeah that is special to her okay she loses it you guys go on a trip to you guys are planning a trip this summer she brings it with she leaves it there it is never to be seen again yeah she tells you i'm very devastated i lost my monkey you should growl me because I lost this thing that was so special, which I mean, different because it's not, I don't, I assume it wasn't expensive, like a, maybe a gold necklace or whatever. Yeah. Do you like for me, my heart would break into a billion little sure. pieces. Of course. If my, if like Link has a stuffed dog that he carries around 
if he told me, or even, you know what, even worse, if Link ever lost the necklace that my dad bought me, which would break me in so many ways, and he came to me and said, I, I wanted to see it, and I dropped it down the register, whatever, it's gone forever. And he is upset about it. Like, I would just be so upset for him to be upset. Like, you, you kind of get past the money. I mean, maybe that's a little different because I would be pretty pissed off if Sean or if Link lost my necklace for my dad. But at what point, like, I, I just don't even think grounding is in, like, I just don't think grounding is part of this at all. Like, to me, it's replaced the necklace because her heart is broken. <laughs> well, I, okay, so let's go back to this monkey stuffy. Uh, so like, okay, we go on a trip and Camille leaves that someplace. I think that there would be a period of time where I would have to not replace it right away because she kind of does still have to learn a little bit of the lesson about it. Like you need to be very careful with your stuff and not lose it now, especially something that's that important to you. Yeah. Uh, but then I think there would be a time in the not too far future where I would come home with some replacement for it. Although I don't know if I can find one just like that again. I mean, who knows? I know it's, it's funny it from, because but. from my mom's group, I've learned people, kid, kids are always losing their favorite stuffy or their favorite blankie or whatever. Sure. So Link's favorite stuffed animal is this dog that we have named Pepper off of Star Fox for the record. Um, I have bought a second one. Oh yeah. And and so now I have two so that if God forbid pepper one ever gets lost or stolen, we have a pepper two in the bag so that, you know, and actually the blanket that he likes is from New York and I need to either get Bobby Paul's to pick me up one or we need to make a trip to the Nintendo store because I want to have a second one of those too, because I just don't want, I, I am very sentimental and I like stuff and there's things that are very, very special to me that if I lost, I could not replace them. Yeah. And I, my heart would shatter. And to think like my kid could go through that, I can't, I can't deal with that. <laughs> you know, we, uh, so, so my son's thing is, his major, major thing is his blankies and he's almost seven and he still sleeps them every night. Sometimes he carries one around the house, not as often, Aww. but he's got these blankets and they're the same kind he's had ever since he was a kid. I think it's kind of getting like swaddle kids and stuff in, but we have like 15 of them and they're different. Oh, nice. yeah. well, they're, they're all, they're all different designs on them. And he has one he prefers over the rest, but, um, but now it's got to the point where he sleeps with almost all of them at the same time. Like he's got eight blankets in his bed that he curls up with Camille, her thing. And something she still carries around with her a lot, uh, is a, this little ducky that you get as a kid. So it's like, so it's like picture a square rag where you take one corner of it Yep. and you know, like make it a duck head. They're called a lubby. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a little different than a stuffy. Um, but that's actually what they're, they're actually called the lovey. They're basically a, a stuffed animal head on a blanket square. Yes. Uh, and so it's pretty small and sh- she's had times where she couldn't find them. And so she, I think there's two of those. And for a while she did not know there was two of them. She just thought we yes. were really good at finding them. Now she knows yes. there's two duckies and they talk to each other sometimes. My little cousin had a pink bear and pink and the name of the bear was pink bear. And Creative. pink bear got Pink Bear got lost one day, and I, I don't know how old she was. My, my Aunt Cheryl would know the story. It's not her daughter. It's my, my uncle's, my Uncle Graham's daughter. But anyway, they bought, they found a replacement bear. Oh, my God. We found this, like, on eBay. We can replace It was, like, a Thai, like, beanie baby, but, like, the bigger ones. 
Anyway, they found a replacement. They gave her new pink bear. And she looked at it and went, that one's a fake. <laughs> oh, God. And so I've actually rotated Pepper through. Like, I, I had him in a, the second one in a plastic bag in his closet. And then I realized, like, if he ever loses Pepper 1, Pepper 2 already looks really different. Like, like because he's been sucking on Pepper 1 and playing with him. And, like, and it's only been a few months and Pepper 2 already looks way different. So I've been actually rotating them through. So I, I switched them up so they always look the same. So there's never going to be a fake Pepper and a real Pepper because they look the same. Yeah. No, I like that. I don't think that this kid deserves to be punished. No, I, I agree. Necklace because my heart is broken for her. I cried about this. Your your question made me cry, John. But you know what? Like... And it sucks, like, some of the things that you've been through and that you talked about just now. It's shitty that you've been through them. But, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that gave some real heart to the show for a moment. Like, I think we can put some heart into the show. But that gave some solid heart to the show. I mean, we're not always funny. I, I mean, are we ever funny? I try, I try. And, well, I think we're funny. But I don't know <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, that necklace is very, that necklace I wore on my my wedding day. And Sean wore my dad's cufflinks. Oh, that's cool. And I think his watch, my mom gave him, my dad, like, my dad had a really nice, like, Mul- Mulvaney, Mulvano, whatever. I mean, don't, nice lo- don't look at me to try I to correct know. that. I feel like I just did that brand a total disservice, dis- disjustice, whatever. Um, anyways. There's a couple of special items that my, my we have for my dad, so not gonna cry again though. Tears are gone. I'm gonna eat some cupcakes. I'm gonna eat my feelings. I have cupcakes left. If only you had cookies. <laughs> I'm gonna go hold the necklace and eat cupcakes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Watch this is us. Oh, you just need some warm embraces right now. Just some warm embraces. Uh-huh. Okay. Warm embrace. Are you you ready to close this out? I can't wait to maybe bring us back to some humor here. Okay. Okay. So I have this question. All right. So let's, I forgot. I should probably do the closeout part before I do the final question. So if you have thoughts on any of these things that we talked about, if you have suggestions for us, if you want to send Chelsea warm embraces, um, all the warm embraces, all the warm embraces, uh, Twitter, Twitter, I am Johnny underscore casino, J-O-N-N-Y underscore casino. And we, so we record this, we're, we're kind of getting a bunch of these in the bag because we know we're going to have some time, but we can't record as much. But as of today, I have a parody Johnny Casino account that follows me. What? Yeah. You didn't tell me this. It, I, it just happened right before the show. Amazing. Um, I do know who's behind it and I think it's awesome. You know you've made it when. Yes. I always say. Yes. Uh, Dave has one too. If you've, oh, yeah, you know Dave, that because Dave's, that's how we Dave's became friends. I, I was spoofed by, anyway. Yeah, so she uh, is Chelsea Capri 23. Chelsea like the crisp. Capri like the Sean 23. I think I need to clarify something, though. Every time you say that, I think how Americans call chips crisps. Americans don't and, call chips crisps. Or, Br- sorry. British sorry, people. Br- British people. Sorry. Sorry. The Brits S- sorry, call chips sorry. crisps. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's so, a Canadian. So let's let's be a little bit clear here. Chelsea Crisp spells her name C H E L S E Y, just like Chelsea Capri does. So 
I really, I, I was thinking about this. Like, have I confused someone with I don't, me I saying like this it. in a way I that's funny Chelsea as hell? like the crisp sounds awesome, but I always yeah. think, because chips are like my favorite thing in the world. So it fits in so many ways. Well, it's funny because you started like at night when we've been talking for a while, like when you're about to go to bed, or you're like, good night, Mr. Casino. And I was like, good night, Chelsea, like the crisp. <laughs> little... neither of uh, which are accurate no no so anyway she's chelsea capri 23 um sent her warm embraces so here's my final question and i read this and i thought it was so funny but if you don't understand what one of the things is it might not be as funny to you but here we go this is from some random yahoo answer person it doesn't show a face it's this weird picture instead so here's the question. If your child becomes a furry, do you see that as a failure of your parenting? Bye, guys. <laughs>